Wanted to talk a lot about that, kind of lay out exactly what I'd seen. Great win for the Bears in baseball. Hadn't won out in Lubbock. Hadn't won a series out there. It's like 2010 or something crazy like that. Bears take two out of three. But, Stephen, did something else happen this weekend that maybe ended up overshadowing everything and has uh, has brought the Baylor family to its knees? Oh, man. Yeah, tennis is. is in the Big 12 title game for the uh, tournament. Okay. All right. That would be the men's tennis? Men's tennis Steven, team, is that yeah. what you're saying? Big okay. hard-fought win against TCU yesterday. We still is that still the interim coach? Can we get that? We got <laughs> we got some interim coaches now. We got a new one. Got a new coach Woodson. Coach. He's he's working it, man. I like Mike Woodson. Maybe Mike the best Woodson. interim coach of all time. Really good interim coach. Love what he's done. And we got a new interim coach. Sadly, in women's basketball. And here's the deal: we're going to give you a chance to sound off. Now we're going to monitor things, okay, within reason. We're not a place that's going to come on here today. Here's what I heard. Here's what, you know what? I was on the phone all weekend with Kim. All right, so today you'll hear from her. I've certainly reached out to the Baylor folks. As you might expect, they're not, they're not exactly racing to the microphones right now, but uh, certainly would like to get everybody on the record and visit with them and so have... At some point, Mac will come on with us. It may not be today. We'll talk about some of this. President Livingstone, certainly. Uh, uh, so, you know, we're, we're endeavoring to uh, to have her on to visit about this as well. So, Stephen, I did. I did. I was told today by one of my friends there on staff that I we need to give them more notice for President Livingstone. I, I wanted to be like. I wanted more notice on Kim Mulkey not being the coach at the women's <laughs> of the women's basketball team anymore. I'd, I'd like some notice on that. I get it though. You can't. I mean, there's schedules to follow, but this is a big deal. Um, I couldn't really say, Stephen. You know, because like Kim was mad. People were saying this or that, and and I was just honestly uh, trying to honor her request. That I not quote her, but I was trying to get her to, you know, trying to figure out how to point her in the right direction with this, you know, what she was saying, um, what I was hearing. And I would say Saturday night, I started to kind of get the sense that this thing was done. You know, it, it wasn't going to work out. And I, Stephen, as, as you know, as a good Baylor alum, I was, I was kind of getting some thoughts in there about, you know, the pros of staying. I was I was trying a little. I try to I try to be just a, a, a journalist and keep any of that out of that, Stephen. But I was giving her a few things to think about. Like, you thought about women's basketball at LSU? Does that does that seem like a place where they where they have uh, you know uh, that's women's athletics is enormous there? Maybe maybe I don't recall it. I I was a little bit you know I will say this to Stephen. Some people said Mosley's just. Mosley's just a, a shill for Kim. Well, no, I was just, I was one of the few people talking to her. So I quoted her. I quoted her yesterday. Somebody's like, he's just being a shill for Kim. Steven, 
What did I do? I just quoted her. I said, this is exactly what she said. People are like, she's lying. That's not right, Matt. Well, okay. You can have your opinions. My, what I was trying to do was accurately represent what she wanted to say. If Mac had said something to me on the record or the president of Baylor, I would have put their quotes out there. So, no, I'm not trying to, you know, and what I'm not going to get caught in is this, oh, you got this one side, and, boy, people are, you know, oh, this happened, that happened. You know, it's just let's acknowledge how bad this is. Like, this is, let's, you know, what I don't want to do is be one of these Baylor people who comes on and goes, let's, hey, we're going to get great coach. Everything's going to be okay. And it will eventually. But today is about, like, acknowledging how disappointing and frustrating this is. You lose a legendary coach. I mean, you know, we sometimes like, don't compare men to women, don't do this or that. But it's like Coach K or Gino, whoever you want to say, the people at the top, Gino Ariema at Connecticut. I mean, it's a lot like that. You've got a legendary coach with three national titles. We're knocking on the door every year, and she's leaving to go to a lesser program. People like, LSU's bigger than Baylor. Well, yeah, it is. And maybe they can pay the same, whatever, that's fine. She didn't leave for more money. Something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. And all this, oh, going home, going home. Well, yeah, that's great. That's great. She is from there. I get all that. I'm not saying that's not exciting to her. But, you know, it's it's really a sad day. It was a sad time yesterday to say goodbye to somebody who's been this. And so I'm going to resist any urge to, like, quote a bunch of anonymous sources saying this or that and, oh, she did this or she made this demand. What she said to me was that it was not about, you know, making financial demands. It didn't come down to her name on the court. That thing's been thrown out there a lot about, hey, her name, you know, she wanted her name on the court and all. Well, there were certain assurances that happened before Mac and this regime got there. Did some of those things change? You bet. You bet. New regime, new philosophy, some of that's going to happen. Is that fair? Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, the new regime's going to be who they are. Did she have a different relationship with Ian McCall than she did with Mac Roach? Yes. Anybody would. They're different personalities. One's a little more, what should I say, Stephen, forceful. He's not going to, like, he's not going to be run over by anybody. Kim, of course, doesn't back down to anybody. Are those two going to butt heads? Probably. Probably. Ian McCall, God love him, and I, I still keep in touch with Ian. Stephen. Ian McCall it was just kind of like, Kim, what can we do for you? What, what else can we do? And I understand that because what she had done for the university, that was Ian's, the way he approached things. You know, Mac got here and the football program was in shambles and there's scandal everywhere. And honestly, I, you know, we had, we had, probably had some other priorities. Now, Kim, as only Kim can, she always wants to be number one priority. And I love her for it. I really do. Now, she'd get mad. Well, she'd call me. And she'd hear something. Did somebody say something about me? Did some like Garrett Ross made a crack several weeks ago? And it was he was just kind of having fun about. And he was saying something really nice about her. You know, it was like something about maybe she put a statue out there. Whatever he said, it was it was a totally appropriate comment. It wasn't a big deal, Stephen. I was getting. I immediately had people reaching out to me on her behalf. They did somebody. 
Did somebody say something about a statue to somebody? There's always something. She is like, Stephen, I, I, I brought this up with somebody yesterday, and they, they thought it was a decent analogy or comparison. She's a little bit like Patterson. People at Baylor say, I hate Gary Patterson. Ah, Gary's fine. Gary's fine. But Gary, as Chris Del Conte once told me in the offseason, he said this on the record, he was like, he's going to go looking for trouble. You know, he's going to go, he's always going to be out finding issues. And Kim could be like that. She was wired like that. Did she want that arena over there uh, near downtown? No, no. And she made herself heard on that. She'd made herself heard before Mac and them got here. And But listen, the pavilion and the momentum and all of that kind of stuff started really, you know, after Mac was here. I'm not saying they weren't weren't talking about it and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm just saying she had a hardcore opinion on that. She was not shy about sharing that. She reached out and did tell Mac and and company, hey, there's something coming in the Waco trip. She didn't just broadside him, yet – that's not how Scott would have handled it, okay? She and Scott were extreme opposites. And I can tell you today for a fact, was she always that supportive of Scott? No, she wasn't. They, it wasn't like a, I'd like to say it's a kumbaya and it's the greatest relationship ever. They were. She just was competitive with everybody. It's the way she's wired. Scott is not wired to go out and say something and get off brand. That's not the way the man's put together. Kim is wired to always push the envelope. I mean, she goes out there. She'd heard something about testing or this or that. And at the after this horrible call, and everybody's mad at Baylor, and she goes off on some kind of tangent about testing, about testing. Well, it becomes like a national story, even though people don't exactly know what to do with it. There's probably some people who think Kim had a point. But, I mean, that stuff got old at times. Her constantly going off on something. But, listen, I, I I never expected it to get to this. Okay, I love the program. I love both programs. Uh, I, I Certainly, I'm closer to Scott than I am to Kim. But down the stretch here, I was talking to Kim a lot about all of this. And, and it was really bothering her. This this scenario that people were reporting that she had made a bunch of demands and financial, her name on the court, all that kind of stuff. It was really, really bothering her. Did she do all that stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I can't say for sure. You know, only the people that were in those conversations would know. She says it was not about that. Um, were both sides tired of each other? Yes, Absolutely. I mean, come on! It it, it just it just it, it it was always something. Now she won enough and brought enough to the school, and everything that she does has to be honored. And all those statements were true yesterday, but it just it's it's just all that stuff's hollow because we ended up at a bad place here. You don't lose, you don't lose Coach K, you don't lose Gino Ariema. Now, you say, don't lose her. She lost herself. She decided on her own volition to go. I Could something have been done? Maybe. Maybe both sides could have worked harder on it. it but it, listen, Stephen, did it, did it ever, whether she retired or whether she left like she did to go to LSU, was it ever going to be pretty? Was anything with, with 
other than her pantsuits and, and, and how stylish and great she was in that area, was there everything like there was never something clean about Kim? All right, there was nothing. There was never. There was never going to be like, a, oh man, this is a great ending. Good for her. She's off to LSU. No, no, that's not the way she operated. This was ugly. This was oh my gosh, rumors are everywhere. Uh, you know what she kept saying to me, Stephen, as well. I don't read social media, and I, I was what I was kind of like. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should see kind of what's going <laughs> scout, on. Scout out things there. out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and she does, She has people that come to her and talk to her and all that kind of stuff. I love Kim Mulkey. I do. And you can love both programs. Sometimes I do feel like we have a, a weird mentality that comes in, and you've got kind of a maybe a, a little bit older, more mature uh, uh, group that just worships Lady Bear basketball and Kim and that kind of thing. And then you have a, a, another audience that maybe is more about the men's program. Listen, we – that, that, that really, sh- it, it happened a little bit. I think for the most part, true Baylor fans love both programs. But it, I just think it's important to acknowledge, Stephen, what I don't want you to hear me saying is everything's going to be okay. Now, will it be? Yeah, I mean, they got to get this hire right. They better go out and get somebody awesome, okay? It can't be, it can't be Chris Beard's defensive coordinator, 66-year-old Mark Adams. I'm sorry. You can't, but you can't do that one. And 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 the man taking over as the uh, interim, Stephen, he's an interim. He's going to get them through some tough times, talk to recruits, try to figure out, talk to the team, try to get them right. This is shocking. You think Nalissa Smith's coming back. She's hoping to be the number one pick in the WNBA. She's big time. She may be the best player in the country next year. And her coach, her coach has gone to Baton Rouge. Steve, it's almost like an old country song. Can you find a country song, Stephen, that includes the words Baton Rouge in it? I think we need it. I think we need a good cry today. So you will not hear from me, everything's okay. This is a bad, it's a rough moment for Baylor Athletics. I mean, it really is. You win the national title in men's, and in your women's coach, your legendary women's coach is gone. She's gone to LSU. Is LSU even uh, uh, even close to Baylor as a program? No. What would make somebody at age 58 want to go kind of start over and say, oh, she wants to go home? Give me, I'm a little bit dubious of that. She played at La Tech. She was great. She played in Ruston. She had a son who played shortstop at LSU. I'm not saying she didn't love the flagship uh, uh, university. Everybody does. Everybody grows up in that state. It's not like Texas. We don't grow up, oh my gosh, I love the University of Texas. We don't. Most of us go to Sunday school and we learn not to do that at early age. I'm kidding. But sort of. But we don't but in LSU and in, in all my friends who went to La Tech or La Monroe or one of the Northwestern State, they all still love LSU. It it is dominant. It's the same thing as Arkansas in that state. It's not like it is here. We love all our different schools. We're Tech. We're Baylor. We're SMU. Okay? We're, we, we, don't, we don't care about all that. Oh, they're the flagship school. That makes people dislike them more. Now, I got great UT fr- friends, and, and, and I get it, man. They're excited. They got some good things going on. This is a rough day. This is a rough day. Toward the end, Stephen, I just basically said, Something along the lines of don't let Vic Schaefer have this conference. What are you doing? 
You cannot turn this thing over to Vic Schaefer down in Austin. Oh, man. So, Stephen, I did my part. I made a few points. But mainly, I was just trying to uh, fill the situation out. And uh, and then Canizales, our old buddy Nick Canizales, and his friend Curtis Quillen will be on with us uh, later. Curtis had the uh, our, Curtis had the news about they were meeting, and she was telling them that she was leaving. Okay, that was big. That was big Quillen. K, KCEN, Channel 6. He's over there breaking news. Love it. I love, I love our man Quillen. He's going to join us at, at 40, at 140. It's a big show today. We we had a lot of other stuff planned, but this is what we need to do. You don't you don't talk about, you know, you don't go get somebody from Kansas to talk about some weirdness with Bill Self or something when breaking news is happening. This is huge, and uh, and we got to stay on this all day. Here's what I want. Here's what I want you to do. Uh, give us a call now. You can text us. The CNC Collision text line is two five four six six two. 1660. All right, that's 254 662 1660. That's also that Freddie Kish hotline that the, the that you can you can call us on. Okay? Now I'm going to I I I'm going to kind of let you have some latitude cuz I love our listeners. I love our people. All right, if it gets crazy, Stephen will kind of rein things in. We don't want people coming in and but I Listen, anger is a valid thing to feel. Disappointment, gratitude for what she did, very valid. Anger at this has happened. Are you? I mean, people may be angry at the administration. People may be angry at Kim. Um, I, I, there's usually something kind of in the middle. All right, we we love everybody's trying to take sides. We love to fight as Baptists, but if you want to sound off today, if you want to praise Kim. If you wanna, if you wanna knock her, I get it, man. It's a frustrating thing. You don't wake up one day thinking you're gonna lose a legendary coach. Has this been coming for a while? Probably so. Did we all know it? No, 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 no. Now everybody says, "Well, it's been coming. We've known this." That's what people like to do that really don't know things. Okay. Oh. Oh, I'm, I mean, that's one thing I tried not to do, Stephen, is follow. I mean, even though in the end some of these, it happened, and she did go to Baton Rouge, some of the reporting coming out of there from podcasts and stuff was just silliness, just utter silliness. They were throwing it against the wall. Well, she did go there, so I guess they're all high-stepping around. But some of the reporting from both Baylor people and some of these, some of these podcasts and stuff was embarrassing. I mean, some of it was just flat-out embarrassing. But uh, but the Louisiana folks got there. They got their coach, and we shall see. We shall see. This is their first foray into truly paying up some money and going for it. And that's they, they've had a lot of rough times with the stuff with guys, the stuff with uh, Les Miles. The you know they they've got trouble on the way. The stuff with Will Wade, their basketball coach. I mean that's a cheating group. That's a cheating group. All right, they got wiretaps. And somehow Will Wade is still their coach. Okay, so Kim will go in there, and she's going to graduate everybody, and she's going to be their shining star. Do I think she'll win at LSU? You bet. How long will it take? Don't know. Don't know. I would say two or three years. I'm just saying, man, is this – I'm, I'm a little surprised that this is what she wants to do at the end of a, a, a great career. But, uh, but let's see what happens. We want to hear from you. 
254-662-1660. I want to give you a chance to sound off. You may have heard something you don't like. You may agree with me. That's fine. Either way. Either way. Um, but, but I mean, I was getting knocked for even quoting Kim. It's like, what? what? I can't quote her? I mean, you think you, she's lying. She's lying. Well, okay. I mean, I, 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 was, I was seeing a lot of speculation, not a lot of facts in this whole thing. Although, hey, it's, that's what message boards and those things, that's what drives the engine. I get it. I get it. It's all speculation. Uh, what we try to do here is deal with what we know and then give you some perspective because I do know Kim and I feel like I've got an understanding of how she's wired. It should have never gotten to this. I think probably several parties are at fault, but the the next thing comes down to who can they go get? Who can they go get? And you got to make a great hire because women's basketball, you cannot take a step back. You know, can you, can you go through pandemics and not as have much of a budget and all that stuff? Sure, sure, all that stuff's reasonable. But what you can't do is is say – that you're you're going to step away from greatness with women's basketball because that's who we are. That's who Kim made us, and love or hate how she did it, uh, and I loved it. I mean, I love winning national titles. Okay, I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to give any of those back. All right, she can't take those to LSU with her. She can't have those. They're going to stay right here in Waco, Texas, and I think she does love her fans. Could she have shown more grace and reached out and supported and, 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 and expressed admiration and appreciation for her fans more than she did? Yep. Yep. Think she could have. This, this thing was a runaway train. It got off the tracks. LSU offered a getaway. All right. LSU offered a getaway. Is it a better job? No. No. Could she turn it into a better job? Maybe. She turned Baylor into something that it was up there right with UConn and Stanford and some of these great schools. That is amazing, and we have to celebrate her for that. Okay? With the good, with the great, come some of the negatives, and we can discuss all those. Okay? I mean, I, I wish she was more supportive. All right, all right, all right, Stephen. We want to we hear from some folks. It is Mosley and Simcox. ESPN Central Texas, talking about Kim Mulkey leaving after the illustrious career at Baylor. It's all next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Stumbly K. It's going to be a warm day today with highs in the lower to mid-80s with partly cloudy skies. Cloud cover will increase overnight with temperatures falling down into the upper 60s. Tuesday will be mostly cloudy with highs in the mid-80s and a 30% chance of showers and storms. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years. And they are ready to assist you 
Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense, plus to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. At Richard Carr, we give you more. For qualified buyers, see dealer for details. The anniversary sales event continues at Richard Carr. 22 years means anniversary savings on all cars and trucks. Huge savings like 8000 off a of 2021 GMC Sierra, 7000 off a of 21 GMC Acadia, 6750 off GMC Terrain, or 8500 off a of 2021 Buick Enclave. Richard Carr is grateful for 22 years of serving Central Texas, and they're celebrating with their anniversary sale going on now at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. At Richard Carr, we give you more. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal window central texas.com that's universal window central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct espn radio sports center I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovatic Sausage and West. Hall of Fame coach Kim Mulkey's time at Baylor has come to an end after 21 seasons. She is heading home to Louisiana to take over the program at LSU. Baylor has only missed the tournament once and won three national championships under Mulkey. Baylor baseball beat number five Texas Tech 13-3 yesterday. Baylor is the first team to win a series against the Red Raiders in Lubbock since 2018. Baylor softball won their series with Iowa State beating the Cyclones 4-1 yesterday. They have a doubleheader tomorrow at home with Oklahoma. The Rangers got swept in their series with the White Sox losing 8-4 yesterday. Rangers try to bounce back tonight. Back home hosting the Angels. Jordan Lyles on the bump for the Rangers. First pitch at 7.05 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. I spent last night in the 
no. Steven, you dirty dog. Stop rubbing it in. <laughs> I do. Oh, is this Baton Rouge? Okay, here we go. Oh. Then they say, ah, parade of Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Golly, that, Stephen, that's making me sad, emotional. Is this song called Baton Rouge? Golly, yes, that's correct, Baton Rouge. Scar. I'm very upset. Uh, as a lot of Baylor people are, we weren't ready for this. Anybody who says, I'm ready for her to leave, I come on, check yourself. Check yourself. I, I don't know what you're reading or what you think. Yeah, give me a break. I mean, did she I – mean, she was Kim. None of this stuff should shock us. Now, and the fact that she is leaving, I, it is shocking. I mean, it's just shocking that you could – Mac and them are extremely competitive. I think next to Gino, she had more resources than anybody in the country. I mean, I, I know kind of what the deficit was that the program operated at. I mean, my gosh, they they I mean, they really did. They really did. And they tried during the pandemic where they're making huge cuts. I don't think they were like, Kim, you know, here's the deal. Now, I just think Kim it, it hates this idea that some people are going with that she was making a whole bunch of demands on the way out and maybe she was maybe she wasn't she said she never asked for any more money I mean that's what she told me okay like on Saturday and uh, we were going back and forth about all of this Uh, it's just I think it's really difficult to imagine Baylor University without Kim Mulkey it's it's weird I think for people to think she won't be out on the road, giving speeches, firing people up. They love to – she might drop a cuss word here and there at the Baptist um, – you know, at the Baylor Women's Organization. Uh, you know, she she was a spitfire. And she – I mean, that was our representative, but we loved her for it. Okay, let's not act like we didn't. Now, would she go off on some weirdness sometimes? Yes, yes. But at the heart of it, even going back to some of that stuff she said about with, with the, 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 the scandal and all the, all the Bryle stuff. I mean, at the heart of it, she truly wanted to defend Baylor. So I, I would just be a little careful on being in that camp that is ready just to trounce her. You know, just like, nope, nope, get her out of here. Get her out. I've seen people, they love this, the statement. We can appreciate her, but... Agree that it was time for her to go. Eh, I don't know. I don't think any of us a week ago or two weeks ago were thinking, man, it'd be good if we get a new basketball coach. I mean, I, I guess maybe some people don't like, you know, either being in the Final Four or being in the Elite Eight or Sweet 16 every single year. Okay, let's not act like it, it was not a monster. She created... And and you can argue, well, Griner should have won a, a different you know, one. Maybe this year, if uh, if Didi doesn't get hurt, they go to the Final Four again. She was unbelievable. She was a force of nature. Was she tough to get along with? Oh my goodness, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Did did her relationship with administration and leadership change? When they got new administration in 2016, yes, yes. People are going to handle things differently. 
All right? Now, you could call us if you want to talk, if you want to sound off on all this. I get it. I get it. People want to be heard. 254-662-1660. Are you, are, are you angry? Where, where are you? Are you just grateful? Are you sad? Did you cry when you heard the news? I mean, people were in shock, even though Saturday it really seemed like it was going that way. Okay? There may have been some last-minute attempts by Kim to try to see if there's anything that could be done, but it was a perfect storm. LSU, her home state, flagships, uh, she played at Louisiana Tech. She loves Louisiana. I mean, the whole thing is crazy, though. She's about to go in the Naismith Hall of Fame in like a month. Michael Jordan's introducing her. That's going to be a huge thing for Baylor. And now she's going in as the LSU coach. Now she made her bones as a player and as a coach at Baylor. All right? I mean, it was, excuse me. She, she, her playing was at La Tech. Then she played on the Olympic team. And then at Baylor, she had this unreal coaching career. And they, they went and got her... And I would say landing Kim and then landing Scott, I mean, it changed everything. Now we're winning men's national titles. we got four national titles combined, men's and women. But um, this thought, like, this good riddance take that some people have, I, I don't know where your heart is on that. I don't, I don't quite understand. You know, I, I, I don't I, – I, sometimes – you know, there was a there was a selfish a level of selfishness with Kim that was pretty high, but again, she won like crazy, and it's just hard. It's hard to see that kind of thing go. All right, in in the end, history will be very kind to her. But this departure is messy as all get out. All right, Stephen, I know we got people texting, calling in. Let's hear from some of our text messengers. All right, on that CNC uh, collision text line. Yeah, so uh, a lot of reaction here. We got one uh, 254 texter that said, good luck to Kim. They do have faith in Mac Rhodes to find a winner. Um, Corey, who uh, frequently chimes in on the show, said, um, to be honest, he's kind of tired of hearing about it. He wants to move on and dig into the next wish list of coaches. Um, James said that Kim will be missed. He believes Kim wants a new challenge. And LSU will allow that. Matt, he wanted to know if you've heard anything about if she's taking most of her staff with her to LSU. You know, it, that's a good question. Obviously, um, Stephen, the guy we had on that was a junior uh, junior um, college coach that had so much success. Um, is that Coach Brock? Um, yes, Bill Brock. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, Bill Brock. I, he's the interim, so he'll stay for the time being. And uh, he's a great coach, great uh, mentor. I think the the um, the players have a ton of respect for him. He's had a great career, but the, the, when when something happens like this, there's there's no you you can't like oh wait there's somebody from her staff that was great. All those she does have an extremely talented staff. She's obviously going to take most of those folks to to Baton Rouge. You 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 just can't have it all. I mean. Maybe there would have been a scenario where, depending on how long her daughter wanted to coach or, or maybe her daughter, maybe they were going to do some kind of coaching waiting thing. McKenzie was a, a really good player, great person for Baylor. I've heard some thoughts that, 
McKenzie would like to stay in Waco, but um, you you don't re- you know you got to replace Kim, so you're going to go outside that fold, okay? And I, I was already hearing I can't pretend to know that much about like the Georgia women's coach. That was a name that came up immediately that I saw. Uh, there are some there are some tremendous coaches in the SEC. No, they're not going to go after Don Staley. That was that was a a fun rivalry. I'm not sure Mulkey and Staley. You know, there there was a lot of love lost there between them. Uh, but but no, that's not who you're going to go after. You're not going to go get Geno. You're not going to go get Don Staley, and you're not going to go get uh, Vanda um, Tara Stephen Tara Vandeveer from Stanford. I mean, it's just, those are living legends, all of those people. So put that out of your mind. You got to thread the needle on this thing, and you got to find. I think uh, coach with just enormous credibility has already won. You don't. I don't. You don't go higher. Uh, this is not a position. Uh, this is too big a school to go hire an assistant. People say, "What about Herbert? What about what they did at at um, at, at, at North Carolina? A little different, a little different." That's just a that's a legendary. Well, Hubert's not a legendary player. Hubert was a good player there, but he's become a huge part of the the North Carolina family. People love Hubert, and so that made a little more sense. There's nobody that I can think of that fits that bill. I'm not saying there aren't talented coaches on on Kim staff, but they're going with her. I, I don't. This, you know, you you you've got a as much as you love and and want to praise what Kim accomplished. This has to be this has to be a new direction and a new name and 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 somebody. I mean, Kim turned this thing into one of the great women's programs in the country. I mean, you got UConn, you got Baylor. You got South Carolina. Vic had done a really good job. Mississippi State. Uh, I think Schaefer's, uh, you know, going to do some good things at Texas. I hope this doesn't open the the floodgates for him. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Stephen, is there anybody off the top of your head? Is there anybody that really grabs your attention in the Big Twelve? I thought Oklahoma State performed well this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Iowa State, West Virginia, pretty good at women's basketball. They really are. And I, and I kind of admire what they've done. They're, it's hard to go get somebody that we've just beat up for years. Now, one of those coaches might be fairly new. You know, like I, I'd have to look and see, like, if the OSU coach is relatively young. I love that TCU coach, but I don't think she's quite ready for this yeah. level. Yeah, I don't coach. think Peebley's really had that, that resume, but – Big 12-wise, it's tough because, yeah, Bill Finley at Iowa State's been there forever. I will say one name I heard. Now, she's an alum of the university she's at right now, so I don't know if it's possible, but Adia Barnes just made the national title game at Arizona, um, and you know she did a really good job there with that program. I, I believe she's making like under $1 million right now in salary. Now, I'm sure Arizona will probably bump that up, but Baylor could obviously, you know, up her salary pretty significantly if they paid her anywhere close to what they did Kim Mulkey. You might go completely out of the box and go get like one of the greatest stars of the WNBA or something. You know, like they just think there's there's very interesting thoughts out there. Like who are the great coaches in that level? I mean, I that's how big a job Baylor is. I I'm not certain 
that there's any job in the WNBA that's better than Baylor. Now, people say, Matt, you're crazy. That's, well, I don't know. I, I don't exactly, off the top of my head, know those salaries, but Baylor's made an enormous commitment. Well, they pay this new coach, like, whatever Kim was making, 2.2, 2.5 million, maybe not. Maybe not, but they're going to they're gonna pay you. Tr- they're going to be extremely competitive. All right, so. Uh, and, and they won't do what they used to do. I won't say who used to be the AD a long time ago, but they used to, Stephen, like before they'd even hire a coach, like uh, before they hired Guy Morris back in football, they put it out there like, uh, all right, we're going to, we got a million dollars here to spend. And it's just like, wait a second. You know, he was making half a million at Kentucky. Like, I, I don't know that you have to go put that out there. Hey, we're going to spend a million. You know, no, you just go find the best group and see what you can see what you can do. See what you see, see what you can do. The best jobs in the country, and then, or again, this is because of Kim, are are UConn, the Gamecocks of South Carolina, um, Stanford. Used to be Notre Dame, but Muffet left. I'm not sure exactly where Notre Dame is in this. And, and you're right, Stephen, Arizona has kind of broken through. Gary Blair's done an incredible job at A&M, but he's way up there in age at this point. No offense to Gary, but Gary's trying to coach it, you know, into his – I think he's in his mid-70s at this point. Okay, you're not going to go hire Gary Blair, even though I love Gary Blair. So you gotta you got to look at all the options. I don't see an assistant coach out there. I just think – I'm just trying to think of who could who – could, set this thing on fire all right oh gosh we got curtis steven can we go straight to him is there any way or do we need to take a quick break i'm so sorry yeah 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 i'm so steve this is an enormous day and i just feel like we've got to keep we've got to stay on this this is the t- a day when uh i could use three or four hours steven can you also call john see if john i can just keep going no john john's got everything planned John's got a good lineup. He did a great job on TV the other day. Really nice job. It's not easy to call those spring games. The numbers are changing. You have no clue who people are. I just knew 99 and 62 was an enormous man named Apu Aika. And he, and he just, I mean, it was just, it was just in, insanity. He was all over the place. So we are endeavoring. We're going to call our man uh, Curtis Quillen. Good friend of the show. Oh, good. Curtis, sorry, buddy. I, you know me. I got rolling, and it, all of a sudden, I'm like, dang it. it we, we were supposed to call Curtis like four minutes ago. Um, thanks for jumping on with us. This is, uh, this is a day uh, those of us that are from the Baylor family, you know, we never thought we'd see. We thought at the end of Kim's time, it would just be, you know, Kim retiring at some point. And we hope that would not happen for another 10 years or so. Just coach into her 60s or 70s and be like Coach K at Duke. She's our Gino whoever. Just coach, coach, coach because she's in great shape. And now she is going to be named today uh, head coach at uh, LSU. Curtis, by the way, congrats because you, you were the man who had it out there first yesterday. Um, t- walk us through, Curtis, just the y- yesterday for you. Um, a lot of us were getting tips. I was talking to Kim throughout this process, but when did you kind of first get that tip, and uh, and what was that like? Did you make a beeline over to the Farrell Center? How what was uh, what was that uh, what was that whole experience like? 
last weekend. Matt, I went to go see my uh, my dad and my grandparents for the first time since about two weeks before I left to go uh, to Indianapolis um, before the uh, NCAA men's tournament. And so I was on my way to Floresville on Friday when I got a call from a source while driving through Austin uh, telling me that it had gone from – and I had talked to the source Thursday night while I was at work as well, um, and he was telling me that, you know, this source went uh, – this source told me that it went from 80-20, she stays at Baylor Thursday night, to 70-30, she's going to LSU Friday. And so that's kind of when the whole weekend started for me. Um, you know, later that night we had uh, Nikki Latarulo had a source telling her uh, the same thing and that the press conference would be set for 5 p.m. Monday. Um, you know, and then Saturday nothing changes, and then Sunday – um, I was grocery shopping with my soon-to-be fiance. Whenever I got the text that uh, it was done, it was a done deal. She's talking to the team right now, and you can go with it. Um, I was at the cash register at HEB near my brother's house in San Antonio before heading back to Temple, um, and it was a just—it was one of those things where by Friday night we knew it was coming. It was a matter of when was the paperwork done, and when were sources going to give us the green light to go with it. Do you think once they, uh, uh, once she had the LSU offer in hand, did did she truly? I, mean, I know there's a ton of stuff out there, so I'm trying to, like you do, I try to stick with the facts on all this. Do you think she, from what you were hearing, did she at least um, go back to Baylor and say, "Listen, this is the situation. Is there anything to be done here?" Did she? Did, do you feel like? She, Baylor was given the chance to kind of fight for this thing um, because I, 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 toward the end, it did start to feel like Curtis. And I'm not speaking for you. I'm just saying my my opinion was she kind of knew this thing had played its way all the way out. She was, and that maybe maybe both sides were a little bit done with each other. I, and I and I want to be accurate about that because I don't want it. I think if we try to try to Hollywood this up and go, oh, she gets to go back home. This is an exciting thing. No, this was messy. This was messy. This was not pretty down the stretch. What What do you think happened, like, down the stretch? Do you think she at least sort of gave Baylor a chance to, to do whatever they needed to do to try to convince her to not go to LSU? So I have heard the same thing. And, again, it's one of those, you know, kind of like you said, I don't know how true it was because it is a little tight lip on how those conversations went. But I've heard the same thing that you just said there, that it was messy as well. Um, I do know that she, Mac Rhodes, and Linda Livingstone all talked. I don't know how those conversations necessarily went. Um, I've, now, I've heard rumors about how they went. But, again, you know, that's conjecture, and it's not, uh, it's not necessarily fact that's known right now. So, I, like you said, I try to hold off on, on that kind of stuff. I do, but I have heard the same things. I do know she talked with Baylor, but again, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure to the point where I'm comfortable with reporting it, um, how those conversations went. Talking to Curtis Quillen, channel six does a really good job and, and was involved in a lot of this breaking news. Um, when Nick was getting involved, Curtis, Nick got involved. He, wherever he's moved off to, he still he can't quite give up that Central Texas beat. He, I, I saw him oh. jump out there with some news on uh, 
Oh, I think it was Saturday. He said, well, she's, she told me she's going to make the decision tomorrow. And, uh, oh, man, it, it, was, it was hanging out there. And as you know, Curtis, in our business, uh, we try to stick with the facts and stick with and know people who in the know. And I was talking to Kim the whole time. Uh, but but it, if you don't feel – if once things are out of control – people just start filling up that void with everything. And so the thing got carried away. And I tried, probably like you, to ignore a lot of the stuff coming out of Louisiana because it felt real like – I mean, again, I'm nothing against podcasts. I do one. I love podcasts. But it felt like sort of fan kind of stuff. You know, we're going to get her. We're going to get her. And it didn't feel real. And and it was just just kind of wild when it took that turn. You're like, dang. This thing may happen. It felt like a little bit, and like you, I have a past, but a lot of, you know, exactly what you said, a lot of what was coming out of Louisiana felt like it was a lot of, you know, the the best parallel I can draw to it is when Texas football fans start getting sick of whoever's coaching the team at that point, and then they start talking about wanting Nick Saban. That's what it kind of felt like at that point. LSU wanted a winner in basketball. It knows, you know, fans there know they're going to have to fire Will Wade in the coming months or in the coming years uh, as the FBI wiretap stuff and the pay-for-play stuff falls down um, on him and that program. You know, uh, they want a winner in basketball. They, They see everything going on with the football program right now, and they're like, okay, well, you know, uh, our baseball team's down. You know, our softball team isn't what it was years ago. Let's, let's you know, we want multi. We want something that's going to win. And that's what it felt like at the start. By, and then Friday about lunchtime, it started feeling real. And then Friday night, again, you know, uh, a, everyone in our department was getting calls that this is very real. Um, and this is uh, likely going to happen at this point. Well, there's going to be backlash. I, I think it'd be accurate to say that probably there are people in the Baylor administration uh, that there there might be some people who are relieved that this is over. I mean, it, it, as we both know, I mean, I'm sure Kim's been mad at you at some point. She's been mad at me plenty of times. There's nothing like there was never going to be like a clean ending. Like it just it's not going to happen. And we can kind of like put out the nicest press releases and statements. This thing was going to. It was not. If she left, it was not going to be pretty, and it wasn't. And now this is this becomes Curtis. And everybody turns their attention to who do you hire, and, and we got plenty of time to visit and think about that. But Curtis, I would say, I mean, this has to. This can't be like, well, let's try to identify a young Kim Mulkey. I mean, this this more has to, this has to be an established. I mean, this is kind of like if Gino retired tomorrow and UConn said, okay. We've got to, and maybe they would hire Rebecca Lobo or somebody from their staff or somebody that, that would carry on that tradition. That may be a different line of succession. But this is going to be an enormous hire. I mean, you could almost argue, I mean, I know we don't compare, we hate to compare football to the, but I mean, it, it's up there. It's up there as far as a hire you have to get right because what you can't do is, is have the program take a major step back. And suddenly, right. and, uh, for a year or two, normally, you're in the like, middle of the pack. And normally at these schools, you hire a women's basketball coach, and it's like it's a non-revenue sport. If you get it wrong, then you just got to get the next one less wrong or the next one right. You go to Correct. a school like Baylor, you've got three hires you have to get right because you have three revenue sports instead of just two like a lot of other schools. And that's football, men's basketball, and women's basketball. 
And so this is a hire that, that you know, it's either going to wind up staying in the program or, like you said, it's going to wind, turn into a blockbuster hire and you're going to see Matt go after somebody like a, like a, a Tara Vanderveer or a, uh, or a Gina Oriama. And, again, that's not from sources. That's, again, that's just, you know, talking about the types of names you would see coming into Waco. But, Matt, you know, one of the things that kept popping up um, over the weekend is there's a very good chance that we just see, okay, you worked for Kim for a number of years, step on up, it's your time. And then I mean, the two names that kept popping up are the two that you see on Twitter, so TMSer, and the one that really kept popping up with, uh, with sources I talked to was Bill Brock. Bill Brock, who, you know, had a, an incredible tenure as the head coach at Grayson Junior College and who, in his short time away from Baylor, uh, kind of sandwiching his stint, um, his stint in Waco with Coach Mulkey, uh, he kind of single-handedly turned Texas Tech into a really good women's basketball program for a few years there um, as, a, as the associate head coach there, as a really good recruiter out in Lubbock. And, you know, he, he helped play a part in Tech's short-lived success in the mid-2000s. Um, and he's been in Waco for all three national championships. He's worked with those post players that have become, you know, hot names in the on the WNBA draft boards and and uh, beloved fan, you know, beloved players with the Baylor fans. And you know, he's kind of been not even kind of he has been Coach Mulkey's right hand for so long. And so that's you know, there's a lot of reasons that his name kept popping up, but. Uh, you have to think that Mac has taken a really hard look at both Brock and Satya Messer. Of course, Messer was a Division One head coach before coming to Waco. She's been here helping develop um, a lot of the guards, helping win that 2019 national championship. So even if it's not the blockbuster name, I think I think you're going to see a really well-studied hire from Mac. Yeah, the way this thing happened, I would be willing to bet you like a gut pack that it will not be one of those like the internal group. I I cannot, I don't see that scenario happening, but who knows? Who knows? And I agree with what you say. This is not any sort of negative statement I'm making. I just think, uh, I just think they've got to go somewhere else with this hire. Again, just my personal opinion. All right, uh, Curtis, great to, uh, sorry this messed up your, uh, your getaway, but uh, good job and uh, always fun having you on. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And you know what? Anytime I'm getting a text like that, it's always exciting. And at this point in my career, my family understands. <laughs> I would say so. That fiance needs to know that this happens. And uh, 22 years into marriage for me, it still happens. So she, she, this is good for her to know what she's getting into. Uh, all right, there he goes, Curtis Quillen. Does a great job over Channel 6, and uh, he and Nikki, boy, they're all over these things. I bumped into a lot of our, our local uh, friends. I saw Jack Allen, Darby, the whole gang out there. Good folks, good folks. Love all those folks. Um, okay, Stephen, that's it, man. That was all we, we had to do. We had to do it. I mean, this was a huge day. I know uh, John Morris will have a lot more on Kim Mulkey, and, boy, he'll, he'll have thoughts, having been very close to the, the program over the years, and uh, look forward to, to hear what, uh, what John Morris says about Kim Mulkey, no longer the, uh, the coach at Baylor University. We will be back with a lot more tomorrow. It's Mosley and Simcox. We're out.